I always wondered why people would say, I'm going there to get closer to God. How, how could you go somewhere and get closer to God? God is everywhere, right? Until I went to Mexico, I was yet in depression, not healed from that. And I accepted an opportunity to work at a beautiful place, a hospital there. And I can remember getting off of the plane, all the people crossing the border at San Isidro and going into Mexico for the first time. I had been to other countries, but never to Mexico and uh, <laughs> walking the streets and getting in the Uber. And oh, my goodness, it was real when you go somewhere else. And it's just you. It's, it's very, very real. And I was walking down this hill towards my job around the second or third day. And I looked around a lot of unfamiliar things around me. My kids were not with me. I was there before them to prepare a home for them. And I asked God simply, did you bring me here? Was this you or was this me? And no sooner than a second, I turned the corner and there were these two cute, cute old ladies, maybe four foot 11, two cute, short haircuts, long dresses, very dainty, very prissy, sweet. Their spirit and essence evident to me as I was walking. And they handed me the Jehovah's Witnesses pamphlet in Espanol, of course. And I just looked at them and I just smiled. And that was my sign. God said, I wanted you to meet me here for a while. There's some things I want to do with you, daughter. Some things I want to do. There's some healing that can only happen here. That's why it's so important to travel. That's why it's so important sometimes to get out of the land 
that is connected to our pain. Sometimes your breakthrough is in another zip code. And we've got to trust God to do it. He certainly did it for me. And you're going to find out how he did it and how he's doing it for my sweet cousin, Tierra Renee Smith. Having an encounter with God, being single, flying high and free. She's going to talk to us today, ladies and gentlemen, about how imperative it is to have solo travel for the soul. You better fasten your seatbelts. This is your captain speaking. I'm Pastor Sean. And this is Consider the Lilies. Cousin, I looked up one day and I saw a picture of you on top of an elephant. And I said, let me call this girl. Let me send her a message. What were you doing there? And you went by yourself, cousin? I did. Thailand, the opportunity for Thailand came about through networking with some friends. Um, I ended up going with a travel, a travel group by the name of Moving Melanin. Okay. The, uh, the CEO of that group uh, is actually one of my friend's friends, and she created that group to provide opportunities to anyone that loved to travel, anyone that felt that they wanted to travel but didn't necessarily have people to travel with. So, and it's a, it was affordable. It didn't cost anything. It, it was literally just me setting aside time and setting aside money and planning and going. And it was an amazing trip. Tira, what a big decision it was to go to Thailand. Thailand? And by yourself? Weren't you nervous? It was. So Thailand was actually a trip that uh, my boyfriend at the time, well, before that trip, we had discussed going to Thailand. We had discussed going to Thailand <laughs> together. But, you know, things didn't work out and we weren't able to do that trip. So when I saw the opportunity come, it just dawned on me. And I was like, I have to go on this trip. You know, it won't be with him, but I have to go. Like, I just mm -hmm. felt like God presented the opportunity for me to go. So it just was perfect timing. And of course, I was nervous. I mean, I had looked up different things. I saw that they had um, different vaccinations and just a lot going on. But. I literally had to set aside my fear and take that leap and just do it. So it was almost kind of like, do you want to go on this trip and do what you want to do and, and just experience that? Or do you want to just kind of let fear hinder you from going and then miss out and be, and be the one that looks at the pictures and look at the videos and let that pass you by? I wanted to experience it. So that's pretty much how Thailand came about. And um, I had, prior to going to Thailand, I had already um, did an international trip in South Africa where I stayed. I was pretty much by myself with, on that trip as well. Didn't have any friends, didn't have any family members or nothing like that. 
So I already kind of prepared myself for that trip and knowing what to expect. But even in that, it was still a different experience for me. So did that trip change you? It did. It did. And it's, but all my trips changed me. All my trips are life changing experiences. When I travel, I'm able to experience new environments. I'm able to experience new cultures. I eat different. I wear different clothing when I'm there. I literally set aside anything that I know about living here in the United States, being in my comfort zone, and I put myself into their environment. And with that, I'm able to get the full experience of what that trip has to offer me. So when I was there, mm -hmm. I actually had a culture shock because to the people of Thailand, they're not used to seeing people of color. They're not used to seeing you know, African-Americans. And if they do see us, they see us on film. They see us on, um, you know, different networking platforms such as social media and in the news. So literally I was, we were walking the streets of Thailand and people would just take pictures of us. They didn't ask for our consent. They didn't, they didn't say, hey, can we do this or can we do that? They literally would just take a picture of us in one instance, when I was over there, this lady, I was at a market. I was with a couple of the other people that were in the group. I literally was getting ready to make a purchase. And the seller comes from around her table and she touches my butt. Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It was just like she, she literally kind of pinched it. It was a pinch. And in that moment, I just, I was so, um, I was just kind of flabbergasted and taken back by it that I couldn't, I didn't have words for it. So I, I mentioned that to say that, you know, it's our cultures are different. There, our cultures are different, but, but one thing that I do find that we all have in common is that we're human and Everyone is, you know, they're, they're, they, they thrive in their own elements. Mm. And that's one thing that I love and that I get to experience when I do travel. And it's almost like a, a rush that I, that I get when I travel. So that's Thailand. And that experience was amazing. I was able to ride elephants and swim with elephants and bathe elephants and see beautiful islands. I was able to take boat rides and eat exotic fruits and vegetables. I stayed in mountains. Anything you could think of in the continent of Asia, I was able to pretty much do it. And that's an experience that you cannot buy. It's an experience that you just have to be there to, to see it and to feel it. To, to understand what it's like being in another place. So. Oh my goodness. And, and the way that you describe it, Tierra, I felt like I was there. Tierra, I want to talk about just the spirituality and the spiritual aspect of traveling like this. Um, there are so many men and women that cannot even imagine 
doing something like this, let alone doing it by themselves, um, having a solo trip for the soul. And I've been preaching and writing about this for a while. I really believe in my core that every place where God puts his feet, my feet should go, right? Whatever God touches, I should be able to touch that. There's something so liberating and so right about that, that as a part of God's creation, I should be able to experience God's creation. Um, And understanding that, you know, what did leaving one place and arriving to another place, a place that you've never been before, what did that do to your personal sense of freedom and your spirituality how did how did that encounter with god grow you spiritually so for me traveling and being able to put myself in a different environment is is creating balance for me it's creating balance for me and it's it's allowing me to remember to pour into myself and Literally, the moments when I step onto the planes, I literally pause anything that I'm doing, whether it's work-related, issues at home, stress, anything that you could think of that could be going on in my, anything that I could think of that could be going on in my life at that moment, it's, it's, it's at a pause, it's at a standstill. Traveling to me is me refueling. It refuels my spirit. It refuels my spirit because it's such a happy place for me. It's a it's a time for me to decompress. Literally, when I go and I travel and I'm going to these exotic places, one of the first things that I do is I give thanks. I can recall on several occasions being on different beaches and being in different oceans and just standing there. I would I, I like to align myself with um the, where the sun meets meets the landscapes. So yes, I like to align myself with that horizon and I get directly in the middle and I, and it's just me, no one's around. And I literally have a talk with God and I just give thanks. And I talk to him about how I'm feeling, you know, what's been going on in my life. Not that he doesn't know, but sometimes because it's important that we bring him into those intimate places. So I just talk to him and I give him thanks and I leave whatever it is, whatever's going on right there in that moment. And I have an amazing trip. I have an amazing trip. So traveling creates a balance in my spirit. It creates a refuel process in my spirit. So guess what? When I do go back, when I do return home, when I do go back to work, when I do get back to the business, guess what? I'm able to give 100%. Because I'm refueled. Now I can do that. Now I can move forward in that. Absolutely love the song Shadow by Yazara Purple St. James. You need to check her out. Um, I found her by way of um, foreign exchange with Fonte. Fonte and them. Anyway, the song, um, she has a line that says, you know my story and love me anyway, anyway. 
I, I don't know if she's talking about her mate or if she's talking about God, but I thought it would be so appropriate to include that song in this episode of Consider the Lilies because I can see my cousin on the beach. I've been there before, pouring my heart out, cleansing my spirit, cleansing my soul to a God who already knows everything about me, who already knows all about my situation. And guess what? Not only the the knowing, right? Just like when Jesus encounters the woman at the well and she says, oh, come see a man that knows everything about me. It's the other part that really gets me. You know my story, but you love me anyway. Guys, we've got so many things that are in our ears in our current environments. I think travel is a way that we can get away from the noise, right? But you've got to make a practice of getting away from the noise wherever you are and talk to the God who knows all about it and who loves you anyway. When we come back from the break, Tierra is going to talk about why this shift was so important for her and what can you do if you can't get to Thailand. This is Consider the Lilies. Cousin, does our solo travel for the soul need to be as far as Thailand? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's wherever you have, wherever you can afford at the moment. And it's where it's your, your freedom and your vacation and your travel and your balance is unique to your story. It's unique to your life at the moment. So if balance is taking a trip to the Carolinas, taking a trip to Colorado, taking a trip to California, taking a trip down to your local therapist or your um, massage envy. Do that. Yeah. Do that. Yes. Do that. Yes. Do that. How do we as women and we want we want to we want to talk about your singleness, not like it is a condition. But you are in a demographic where I believe is the most important demographic. Let me tell you why. So single women who want to be married, they need to get it together as a single woman first. Absolutely. And so everything that we're talking about with this balance, (laughs) because I've been off balance. Mm. That is so imperative before you entertain getting married. What has this done to you and just your outlook and this this liberated mindset that I can feel six, seven hundred miles away from you because of our connection? This liberated mindset, how how are you using that? in preparation for the things that you are praying to God for, 
for your future? So God recently placed on my heart divine divorce. What divine divorce means to me is literally setting aside your will, your will, your plans, what you thought you wanted, how you thought it should have gone and allowing God to just step in and shake things all the way up. Because what I have found is that a lot of times the plans that we set out to have for ourselves, it's not necessarily what God wanted for us. And when we take a step back and we realign ourselves with his will, we see that his plans, they work out a little bit better. So literally that's the season that I'm in. That's the season that I have been experiencing. That's the season that you are witnessing thousands of miles away from me. And currently I am single. Okay. I am living single, but it is, it has been one of the best rewarding journeys for me. Oh my God. I thought I was doing it right years ago. I thought I had a plan years ago. I thought I had a plan months ago, but not necessarily, not necessarily, not, not necessarily so-so. But Tierra, on the outside looking in, right? Because that's what people do. Right. You had it together. On the you outside had it together. You in. had friends five years ago, 10 years but, ago, six years ago, four years ago. What what were those plans? What did what did Tierra think that she was going to be doing? And see, that's just the thing. That's just the thing. God could use anyone. Anyone is able to be used. So I may look like I have it all together. I may seem like I have it all together. And that may not be the that may not be it. So years ago, I thought I was dating right. You know, I thought I was talking right. I thought I had my business together, my my marketing strategies, all of that together. But I was doing things that I wanted to do. So on the topic of dating, on the topic of dating, I was I was dating without a purpose. I was dating without a purpose, just kind of casually dating and going with the flow. That's not how things work. That's not how it works, especially if you're wanting to eventually become a wife. And, you, you know, I had to stop dating men that, weren't pouring into me their goals weren't aligned with mine and most importantly they didn't know God they didn't have a relationship with God so with dating the wrong men I had it it was necessary every heartache every heartbreak every cry every tear every struggle with dating it was necessary because God eventually showed me, which he had been showing me all along, but it took a minute for me to realize that. He said, there is no relationship if I'm not in it. There's no relationship if I'm not in it. I have to be the head. He can't say, yeah, I talk to him from time to time. I know who you're talking about, but can you pray for me? If I if I call you and you say, baby, how's your day going? I say, well, it was good, but I'm really inside. I'm really lying to you. Can you pick up on that? Because the only way that you're able to pick on, up on that is with a divine connection with God. That's the only way. So I had to really set, set aside those relationships 
had to set aside my own will for what I wanted and really allow God to step in. This year has been life-changing for me. 2020 has been life-changing. I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate to that so much. I had a terrible breakup. And it wasn't necessarily because of the guy. It was because I was fighting against so many opposing forces that didn't align with what God wanted for me. And in that, I struggled a lot with my mental health. God gave me a, God gave me a reality check as it relates to my mental health. I struggled with anxiety this year that led to full-blown panic attacks this year. And if I could sum it up in one word, I would say death. Those attacks felt like death. And all of that was a, um, it was a result of holding on to things that I shouldn't have been holding on to. It was a result of staying in situations that I should let go five, six, three, two years ago when I knew I should have let it go. So if you have the opportunity to change and move forward, do it. Don't wait. Don't wait later. Don't put it off because literally waiting later could literally cost you your life. It could cause you your peace of mind. It could, it could be your breaking point. That's powerful. Cousin, the panic attacks, I know, I know. We breathe, right? Yeah, we definitely breathe. We definitely, the panic attacks, and, and once you are fighting through those, it makes you very protective of your space, doesn't it? Absolutely. I think it's so important to make sure that you have those boundaries within yourself. Boundaries for knowing what you're able to allow in your environments, what you're able to listen to, what you're able to see, because in essence, all that can affect you. It can affect that peace that you have created within yourself. So absolutely doing the necessarily th necessary things that you need to, to make sure, make sure that you're okay. So right now I'm, I'm there. I'm totally there. I'm totally mm -hmm. all about protecting T era. I am my mm. first priority. And in doing that, there's some things I can't do anymore. Not because my flesh doesn't want to do it, but because my spirit won't allow me to do it. What my does that spirit look won't like? allow me to do it. What so does that what, look like, cousin, in practical steps, in practical action items? Because there's somebody out there that is not protecting themselves. And they're so letting that, they're letting all of this worry and confusion and and um, I call them space takers. Exactly. Right. What does that look like in action items for you? So what that looks like as it relates to work is creating boundaries, prioritizing your time, getting a schedule, sticking to it, have work hours. When you start work, you start work. When you stop work. You stop it. And if in the event that you need to extend those hours, put a check on it in your workspace, make it your workspace. 
If you love candles, put you some candles up. If you need affirmations, put them on the wall. If you need to see affirmations when you wake up, put them on your headboard. Put it in your, put it in your car. Put it on your windshield. Whatever you need. If you need it within your, in your home, outside of work. For me, I love to come home and I love to play relaxing music. I have found me a playlist on Apple Music that is literally anxiety free. So it's anything from raindrops to waves to violins, something soft, something smoothing. When I wake up in the morning, guess what I say? I say, God, I usher you into my environment. I want you here. Matter of fact, as I'm driving to work, God beat me, beat me there. I want you to don't meet me there. Beat me there. Set the atmosphere. Yeah, God. Yes. When I get flowers, when I get flowers, I put them at home and I put them at work because flowers are bright. When you look at flowers, you think you think of good things. I literally have some roses in my job area, in my workspace right now that set the atmosphere. People come and they say, oh, I love those roses. Oh, my God. Look at the colors. Look, it, it, it invites positivity. So anything that you can think of that would invite positivity into your home, into your work environment, into your car, wherever, do that. Do that for you. And for me, that's my faith. It's reading. It's listening to relaxing music. I drink tea at night, every night. Chamomile, turmeric, anything you can think of. I have a meditation corner. I sit in my corner. I light a candle. I light an incense. And I pray and I talk to God and I deflate. But this is specifically my corner. No one else can go there. This is my corner. That's my sacred space. Guys, I don't know if you do this at the end of each year. Always close out the year with a word. Um... And my word for 2020 is intentional. Be intentional. Um, Tierra has dropped so many gems and they all go back to intentions that she's setting for herself to protect her space, to pursue her peace and to keep her balance. Guys, we are giving away a $100 gift certificate for this Christmas season to Massage Envy. Follow our new page, Consider the Lilies, on Instagram for more details. This is Consider the Lilies. Have you always been like this or... Did, did heartache, did the stress and saying, I don't want, I don't want the stress anymore. What brought you to this level of, of being intentional like this? Cause I, I'm even looking at your face and this determination. You look like a warrior, but you look so at peace also. It's, it's a beautiful thing. What brought you here? So a lot of the foundation and the prerequisites were already inside of me, already embedded in me 
from birth, from having a, a good foundation, from my parents, Lanny and Vanessa Smith, instilling in me different morals and values and first and always instilling faith in me. So it was already there. I think I just had to boldly walk in it. And what that looks like is you will have to bump your head. You will have to bump your head. You will have to get tired. And the way that I see that is, I see God as a, literally as my father. I view him as my father. And I had to go through trials and seasons where I kept bumping my head. I kept bumping my head. It's almost, for example, if if you're a kid and you tell your, your mom tells you, hey, don't touch that stove. It's hot. And it's because she's, she don't want you to hurt yourself, right? But guess what? You're inquisitive. So you say, I'm going to go touch the stove because mama told me I couldn't touch it. Daddy told me I couldn't touch it. So you go touch the stove. And guess what? You get burnt. And the consequences of touching the stove is, your, is getting burnt. So I relate that back to my relationship with God. God never intended for a lot of those things to happen to us, a lot of the heartaches, a lot of the hurt, a lot of the suffering, the pain. But we went through it because we wanted to do our own thing. We wanted to live our life the way we wanted to live it. Our, our will wasn't aligned with his. So, But God is so merciful. He's so forgiving. And he's so good that he says, I'm here after you, after you have that burn. I'm here after you have that 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 panic attack i'm here after all your friends leave i'm here after everything goes i'm still here and i knew you would do it i knew you would go touch that stove i knew you would get into <laughs> that relationship but guess what this is now that you did it you had to do it it was necessary because you wouldn't believe me you, you wanted to see it for yourself and i knew you would do it that way but let me bring you back to reality. So now that you did your will, here's my will. And guess what? It's bridal. And you literally, you see, you say, why did I put myself through all that, God? But sometimes it's necessary. And in the end, you're so appreciative of those, storm, of those storms and those trials and those tribulations. And it just births something new. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I had to get tired of the pain. I had to, I had to get so disgusted and uncomfortable with my will in order for me to move. Mm. And, it, and, and that timeline is different. It's different for everyone. It may take five, it may take five years. It, may, it takes some people a lifetime to get to that season. And so be it. So be it. But for as for me, I didn't want it to be a lifetime. I didn't want to wait until I became a wife. I didn't want to wait until I became a mother. I literally wanted to hit that literally dead smack where it was at and eliminate those opposing forces and everything that was coming against me so that when it does come time for me to be a mother, a wife, or whatever whatever else I need to be to show up for Tierra, then I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it in my now. Hmm. Ooh, sound bite. Sound bite. I'm going to do it in my now. And look at 
everything that you've already done, successful entrepreneur, been in business, um, one of the coldest stylists out here in the game, one of the sweetest people to patronize. Your clients love you. You are, you are an honorable stylist. You are an excellent businesswoman. You were doing things, and, and for the context, my cousin is a few years younger than me. We won't talk about our ages on the show today. <laughs> but my let me just put it like this. I remember going to my cousin's graduation, and I had already graduated, ladies and gentlemen, and already had a kid and all that. And um, I just watched you, and, and I remember talking to you in that big, big auditorium at Lipscomb University on your graduation and seeing you in your cap and gown and seeing your future on your face. Mm. And you told me what you were going to do and you did it before mm. I even started popping off with businesses or thinking I was going to write books. You was already doing it. You was already doing all of the steps that it takes to get licensed and 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 go to cosmetology school and do this and do that and and hone your craft and now you've got some other ventures that we want to definitely talk about on the show today i just want to encourage you and i want to encourage everybody else that even as god is pruning us and even as god is healing us and we are in evolving in god take a step back and look at yourself and look at how wonderful and productive and and what a blessing you are to the world in in your space right now in your now I mean we're gonna say that all week in my now yes God is working on my mind he's working on my heart he's working on the plans that he has for me but I'm pretty bad right now mm. and when I say bad I mean good Mm. I ain't no joke right now. And so I can only imagine for, for the edification of, of everybody listening, because we want to give back and we want to bless. How do you juggle all of this, the business, your relationships, your family, you're very involved with your family. You're very involved with your friends. You are dedicated business owner you're a dedicated business partner um and we're gonna definitely in our in our podcast information we're gonna put where everybody can contact you um and 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 you know for everybody to contact you locally in nashville but you juggle all of that and and juggle that self-care because isn't this a job? It's a job taking care of you. It is a job taking care of me. How do you juggle that? I am a firm believer of the five P's to success. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. And I literally incorporate that in my work life and in my personal life. 
So planning and prioritizing is very, very important to me. My family and friends, they know my work schedule. I am pretty much a time managed person and I stick to that. When I'm at work, work is work. And when I'm at work, I give 100%. I give 100% to each client. I do not believe in overbooking. Literally, when my clients book, they book for their service and my time. Because not only is my time value, valuable, but theirs is as well. And I believe that's one of the reasons why I have been so successful in my business. And it is growing currently because of that. People respect that. They will always respect that. That's one thing I have learned with work is that you can be as talented as you need to be, but if you do not respect people, you don't respect their time, then they won't be returning customers. That's with anything. It doesn't have to necessarily be with the beauty industry. That's with anything. You have to respect people. So doing that with work and setting aside time for a family, family time. Sundays and Mondays are my off days. That doesn't change. And if it does change, it's rare, very rare. So creating that, that schedule, sticking to it is me literally setting myself up for success. It's me setting myself up for not being overwhelmed. It's me setting myself up for not feeling like I'm overexerting myself to one thing and not the other. It's very important. It's very important, especially if you're juggling a lot. And typically women, that's what we do. We go to school, we come home, we cook for the kids, we bathe the kids, we get up, we, you know, we go to work, we have to deal with people at our job, we driving and trying to feed the kids at the same time, we visiting our families in hospitals and just all different things. Women, we do so much, we show up so much for people. It's so important to make sure that we are planning and prioritizing and creating those boundaries so that we can balance you're balancing when you do that. So it's so important. And it's what I have done in my life. And it works for me. It, it works because you set it up to work. Exactly. 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 You, I love the five P's. Tell me the five P's again. And we, I'm going to piggyback on that. Tell us, tell us again. Proper planning prevents poor performance. Proper planning prevents poor performance. Oprah said success is where preparation meets opportunity. Have you noticed that as you become more prepared and you are setting up the systems of your life to run smoothly, that more opportunities are coming your way. You ready for them, aren't you, cousin? Oh, oh my goodness. That statement is absolutely accurate. It's absolutely accurate. I believe that a lot of the opportunities that I have been waiting on and wanting to come my way didn't happen in those seasons, in my prior seasons, because I wasn't ready. I wasn't you weren't ready. prepared. I, yeah, I wasn't prepared. I, I, I didn't have strategies planned. I, I wasn't 
mentally prepared. So I had to go going back to divine divorce. I had to stop start letting those things fall off of me. I had to start trying to balance myself and prioritize so that I can set myself up for success. And what that looks like is literally as it relates to my business, creating that marketing plan, going to classes, learning more techniques, okay? Dealing with different clients, learning ins and outs, learning that every client is not the same. Every client requires different things. Learning those type of ins and outs. And as far as personal life issues, some stuff you just have to let go. You cannot hold on to certain people, certain environments, if you're wanting to level up. <laughs> it's almost like you have an invisible boundary, an invisible door. So I was literally holding on to so much and that door was closed. And I knew I, I knew what I needed to do. I knew what I needed to do. I knew I had to, I had to let some things go, but I didn't want to. I was holding on because I was putting my flesh before my spirit. So I started letting that stuff go. I started ending relationships. I started letting certain desires go and certain habits go. And that door started inching and it, it just started inching open. It was open. Full, now it's at full capacity. And when I tell you the opportunities are pouring in, I cannot make this up. I cannot make this up. I cannot make this up because for better lack of words, I can't make this up. And when it's happening, as it's happening, God is giving me confirmation. He's saying, see, I told you. I told you I would do it. It's coming. It's coming. And I said, wow, this feels good. I like this. And it, it's almost like an incentive to me to keep doing the right thing, to keep walking the way I'm walking, to keep focused and to, to stay on that path because it feels so good. It feels so good to be in that place and to start just being in a place where God is able to bless you with what he wants you to have. Mm -hmm. You feel it. You It's a difference. You feel it. You can see it in, a, in another person too. Yeah, you can see it. You can see Absolutely. It. And that, that place has a name. That place has a name. That place is the will of God. That place is alignment with God right i was um dealing with some some car issues and they said yeah you you need some new tires but but when you get your tires you you they'll be brand new but they're gonna wear out if you don't get an alignment you need to get mm. your alignment so we mm. can look good we can smell good we can have businesses we can have things popping off here and popping off there honey it will all it'll you'll wear down you will literally wear down right? If you are not aligned with God mm. and when you weren't aligned with God, he still fed you. He still blessed you. Mm -hmm. He still gave you opportunities, but there were some opportunities that, that we weren't emotionally and mentally and spiritually prepared for. And we actually saw the opportunity. Yeah. It's like, it's like you in your, in your space and looking at a ship 
going, you know, down the river, uh, mm -hmm. a boat going down the river, and and you you could have been a passenger. Mm. You could have been on there. And so one thing with me, I said, Lord, I don't want to miss no more rides. Whatever you know, the, the folk, the saints say, what God has for me is for me. Whatever you doing in this season, don't do it without me. And I know this is a hard season. This is a season where in some households in this pandemic, we're talking about a drought. And so I pray, I pray for our listeners that you receive floods of blessings in your drought because the space that God has prepared for you and the space that's around you and the will of God that, that you are aligned with in your life, honey, you can prosper no matter what's going on. You can be whole no matter what's going on, no matter what's broken around you. You can be driven and successful and fruitful if that means you are the only tree in the forest bearing fruit. Mm. And speaking of opportunities, I don't know how you do it all. I just, you're just phenomenal. You've got umpteen businesses. You got this, you've got your personal health journey. You've always been drop dead gorgeous. But girl, some this glow, you are getting into the best shape of your life. Listen, like, baby, like I am I am back to my high school weight. I am back to my high school weight, and it feels so 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 good but that goes back to me expressing I had to let some things go and when I let those things go I started losing weight opportunities wow. when my job started rolling in everything started happening stress has weight attached to it mm. Mm. bad relationships or or let's not say bad let's say relationships that that need to be revamped that need to be right yes, yeah. yes. absolutely that has a number to it absolutely so you know in this season and and i don't want you all to get this misconstrued or get this to be mistaken I have so many victories in this season, but it has been painful, very mm. painful. Okay. So let's not get that twisted. And I, I You've say been working. twisted because I mean twisted. Let's not You've get that. I've been working, I, growing pains, growing, growing, elevating pains. It's painful. It's been painful, but rewarding at the same time so yeah I'm shedding all kind of weight I'm shedding all kind of weight I actually just started a wellness and motivation business with my best friend Linda and that pretty much kind of came about with um health she lost her grandmother in 2018 due to a heart attack and I lost my grandmother in 2019 due to lung cancer. Before that, prior to that, I was working now, but I didn't really have a purpose. I didn't really have a goal. I didn't really have 
any clear direction of what I wanted to do with my weight. So the result of that was maintaining my weight, maintaining it, staying at the same, my scale, I was seeing the same number with my scale. So God gave me purpose. He gave us, Linda and I, purpose in our journey. And I believe when you have purpose, you have a clear vision. You have something literally that's in front of you that you can see. And you, it's almost like you just walk in and you just see it's a, it's a light versus you just kind of not having that light, not having that clear direction. And you go to the left, go to the right, struggle here and there. So he gave us that. And that was fuel that me and her both used. And we, you know, started losing this weight, incorporated the ketogenic diet into our lifestyle. And the weight is just dropping. And we've had so many women, women and men, that have reached out to us asking us, what are you doing? How are you doing it? And we, I said, Linda, we need to get this business going. And prior to the year before my grandmother passed away, after Linda's grandmother passed away in 2018, God had placed on my heart. He said, you, you and Linda both, y'all will sit down and do a business together. At the time, I didn't know what that business was. I just knew that we would have to literally sit down and whatever business that we would start, it would be for the edification of God first. And it would be for the birth of self-love in women. I knew it would be that. So when I talked to her, I told her that she said, well, what is it? I said, I don't know yet. God will show us. So we started losing this weight. And Linda came to me. She said, hey, this is it. She reminded me of that promise that God gave me two years ago. Two years ago. Alignment. 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 Because not only are you aligned with him, but he will bring people in your life and you will be aligned with them. Yes. You will be aligned with them. Yes. Yes. I want God to align me with who he wants to align me with. Because when we get together, when two or three of us mm. are gathered in his name, there's nothing we could ask for that won't be fulfilled. Yes. I've only met Linda a couple of times. Linda, we love you. We are sending you love, Linda. Tell us, what is my keto best friend and how is that aligned with your purpose? So my keto best friend, Linda, actually came up with the name. She actually started keto about two weeks before I did. And I told her, I said, Linda, if I see that it's working for you, then I have no problems with jumping on it. So I saw what that weight loss, what that, what keto was doing for her. And I immediately jumped in two weeks after. So she said, look, we're going to do this business. And guess what? It's going to be my keto best friend because... We're doing keto together and we're best friends. So bam, that's how the name came. But as for what it's doing for her and I is it's setting a foundation. It's literally reminding us of all the things that we once loved about ourselves. Because one thing about life is life will happen to you. Life will happen to you. You It's so easy for you to get caught up. It's so easy for you to set aside your wants and your needs and your desires 
and you gain weight. You gain weight, you lose your peace, you lose all that. So us working out, us doing this motivation and this wellness journey together is ultimately us getting back to us. When I work out, it's so empowering. I literally feel like I'm shedding the stress of everything, everything that I could be experiencing. And you really do. You really do when you work out. Um, but that's just ultimately us getting back to what we're doing. We are so excited to help other women. We are excited to help other women. So many people have, like, as I mentioned, they have come to us asking us about where we're doing. So with this page, My Keto Best Friend on Instagram, people are able to come to this page. They're able to see what we're eating. They're able to see the brands of food that we're eating. They're able to, we bring them in on our workouts. They're able to, they're able to um, see who our trainers are. We actually just did a giveaway for one free month training sessions with one of our trainers. Those are the opportunities that we are giving to other people. We're giving those to other people because we want them to get the same results. We want them to get the same results that we are experiencing. And we just want women to remember that, they, that they're first. They're first. They, you are your own and first priority. And we're just excited. We're just excited to see all that come together for you. This is this is amazing because what what God does for one, He does for another. That my keto best friend, it is so simple and catchy, and it's cute, but it is so profound. Because if you've ever tried to lose weight, if you've ever tried to embark on a lifestyle change, it can be the most loneliest feeling. There's this element of camaraderie. And even if you don't have a partner, God is your partner. God is your workout partner. God is your personal chef. God is your, your instructor and your educator. And he just, he's just everything. And I, I just, I love the way every time I talk to you, you got God in your business. And, and what God will do, because he's so faithful, we're, if we're faithful over a few things, he'll make us ruler over many. If we give him our business, he'll be in our business and he'll give us businesses. And so the sky is not even the limit. There really is no limit because God said, you trust me. Yes. You trust me. I'm going to give you vision, right? Visions. It's just so wonderful. And then it's just so wonderful that you're spreading this joy that women can just be connected with you guys. And just, you said something so beautiful that we, we, we were reminded of yeah. the things that we love about, about ourselves. ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's exactly oh, what I oh, said. Oh, how often do we forget? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh how yeah. often do we stray away from that inner child, from mm. that from that young girl that was innocent? I'm telling you, life is something else, isn't it? Oh, life is something else. It, and it will take you down through there and it will have you forgetting those things that you once loved about yourself. So I encourage you all 
anyone that's listening to get back to the things that you love about you. Go out and purchase your favorite perfume. Go out and get you a pedicure. Read a book. Go, go for a walk. Go get a massage. Laugh and talk with friends. Drink your favorite wine. Whatever it is that's going to be a reminder for you to take care of self, that's what I'm promoting. And, and that's what my business is. That's, what I, that's the core of all my businesses when you think of it. That's the core of, my, of me being a stylist. That's why, I've, that's why I've always loved it. Not because I was good at styling, not because I knew how to hold a curling iron and put a little edge control on somebody's edges, but because I was reminding women of their self-love. I turned them around and they cried, they cried. Cause they remember that woman that's in the mirror and said, oh, there she is. This my my kid best friend. Women are, women are losing weight. They're being motivated because they're getting back to them. Traveling, you're getting back to you. Everything is self-care. It's self-care, it's self-love. I love you. I love you more. I just love you, Shauna. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And for anyone that's listening, let this be confirmation to you. Be still and know that God is working. And know that if God can consider the lilies, (laughs) (laughs) what makes you think that he hasn't considered you? Love you all. God bless you. All right, consider the Lily's family. Here we go. Here's what's in our toolbox. First of all, get a therapist. Remember to create boundaries for yourself. Prioritize your time. Schedule these trips and retreats for yourself. You don't have to go all the way to Spain. You don't have to go all the way to Thailand, but you need to get out of your environment so you can get your balance back. Enhance your workspace and your living space. Buy some flowers for yourself. Be intentional, okay? Tell the Lord, God, I usher you into my environment and keep God in your space. Keep God in your space. You're going to have peace in your space. Invite that positivity into your home and to your work. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. And you also, here's two more P's, you got to plan and prioritize. Remember, guys, respect other people and their time, especially if you want people to respect you and your time. You might have to divorce yourself from some things in your life. And hey, listen, we cannot deny that our inner peace is connected to our physical health. Get in shape, move your body. Guard what you put into your body. 
right? And remember that the right people around you will remind you of your purpose. I'll put the information in our show um, comments and our program notes for My Keto Best Friend on Instagram and tell you how you can contact the ladies so you can join the program. And lastly, we want to remind you to remind yourself of all the things you once loved about yourself. This is Pastor Shauna Barbie. It's been such a pleasure talking with you and talking with Tierra Smith about being single, flying high and free. If you are traveling, be safe. Be safe. That's why those road trips are so good. Take a road trip. Stay out of those planes if you can, if you can avoid them. Get in your car and go somewhere and be distanced and wear your mask. We dedicate this episode of Consider the Lilies to Linda's grandmother, Ella Beatrice Bond, and Tierra's grandmother, Lily B. Smith. Isn't it beautiful? Lily B. Smith. Always consider the lilies. Thank you.